Hey everybody, welcome back to the Spread Sports Podcast. Mike Leith here with my co-host Matt Helpingstein. We're going to break down the four divisional round games for you, uh, along with the coaching carousel in the NFL. That's right. Um, You know, we did our uh, wild card predictions a week ago. And it was a wild run. Well, for one of, well, neither of us did great, but I will say one of us did a little bit better. I went two and two. You went one and three. Only because Carson Wentz got hurt. Uh, you you know what? You might be right. There. I I hear, but I am right. But I think a lot of people, uh, like I said, the Titans upsetting the Patriots. I know a lot of people picked that. I didn't think they'd do it in that fashion. Well, uh, I think that fashion. It was just all scheme. The Patriots run the same offense every year. It seems like, and Mike Vrabel knew it, and he exploited it. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Um, but moving on, though, I'm hoping this week's games are just as, just as exciting because every game, I mean, was was really a good game. I mean, we didn't have any kind of uh, any blowouts. We had four close games, all coming down to the wire, all one possession, right? Yeah, one yeah. possession game. So hopefully it's the same here. But now, you know, that's a wild card. Usually it's a wild weekend, but now the big boys are coming in. Yeah, and you got the, the uh, biggest of all of them might be in our first. Well, definitely on our first day, but in this first game, you got the Minnesota Vikings traveling to San Francisco. Forty um, ers thirteen and three. Yeah, I mean, what, what do you like in there? What, what do you see in there, Mike? Oh, uh, what I see is the Forty ers are putting up four more points a game, giving up nineteen points. The Vikings only giving up eighteen. Yeah. The three losses for San Francisco this year, the Seahawks at home, the Ravens, which that one... That was a close game. They, yeah. That was when the Ravens were in the middle of their, their, with their 12-game winning streak, yeah. and really that was their biggest test. Yeah, and then they lost to the Falcons at that was, home. That was a bad loss. Falcons was a funny team, though, this year. They're one of those teams that could kind of beat anybody or lose to anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing I look at in this game is how mentally prepared are the 49ers going to be after seeing Minnesota go to New Orleans and win that game? Um, obviously, Thielen's banged up again. Um, like I said, you know, Marshawn Lattimore, I think, was on in most of the game, and he had a big game last week. He did. Um, I Sam, I don't really like San Francisco's secondary. You know, you say that, but yeah, San Francisco ranks first against the pass. I know. They, they only give up 169 yards passing. Now, here's the key to Minnesota winning. If they want to have a chance, it's going to be Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah. The Niners are 17th in the league against the run. Giving up 112 rushing yards a game, and I think that's going to be a difference maker. Now you look at, you know, the Vikings. You know, Kirk Cousins was what 0 and 12 or something like that against team 12 plus one teams. Can he really do it two weeks in a row on the road? I think the Niners are a much different team than the Saints, especially when it comes to uh, their defense. And uh, and I think I think Cousins makes some mistakes. Um, I I do think the Vikings will play tough, but I don't think they're ready for the 49ers. I I mean I I look at it this way. Um, how healthy is Emmanuel Sanders? I saw this earlier because coming from the Broncos to the 49ers, he actually played in all 17 games this year. 
he didn't have this last week was oh, his bye week. So he's kind of banged up. George Kittle, can they stop him? And then Raheem Mostert, Mostert, I believe that's how you say it. Jesus, Mike. Yeah, I learned a pronunciation before we get on this. <laughs> we'll get to that. 952 total yards, 10 TDs total. Uh, it, how effective is he going to be? You know, because that's a stout front seven for Minnesota. Like, yeah. I can see Minnesota punching San Francisco in the in the, in the the mouth when like I, early. And I think when you look on paper, especially defensively, you know, you got the Vikings when you go, when you look at points, they're the fifth-ranked defense. Niners are the eighth-ranked. The difference is yards. You know, the Vikings give up a lot of yards. 14th. Um, the Niners are second. Um, the Vikings are 15th in the pass, 13th in the rush. Whereas, like I said, the Niners are first in the pass. Rush is their weakness. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if the Vikings are going to have a shot, it's got to be a dose of Dalvin Cook. Maybe that can set up something downfield. You know, maybe make the Niners have to bring up some of their, uh, put some more guys in the box yeah. to, to try to stop Cook. And I think that's the way. And then, and then the biggest thing is the turnover ratio. Vikings are plus eleven. Niners are only plus four. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? Who? I mean, I, I think right there that that would be the key to Minnesota um, hanging with the Niners and then possibly staying close enough till the end. Maybe they're yeah. able to punch their ticket to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. One thing I will I. I think the most intriguing chess matchup in this game is going to be. Kirk Cousins, who can't win the big game until last week, he won a playoff game. He beat a 12-win team against Jimmy Garoppolo in his first career playoff start. Like, everybody sits, oh, San Francisco's this. Jimmy G's never played in a playoff game. Of course, he's been to the playoffs. He's been to the Super Bowl sitting on the bench. Right. Like, how much is that going to play with him? Like, you know, it, it could be. And then another thing, I mean, the Niners aren't, you know, they're not one of those teams that, you know, I think of, which we'll get to, like, Kansas City later and things like that where it's hard to play. Like, San Francisco isn't really one of those places. Two of their three losses came at home, you know, and one of them was end of the year to the Falcons. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, the Vikings winning last week, I mean, I get they were hyped up. Everyone says it's Kirk Cousins' big win, but... That's a wild card playoff game. I mean, it's against not, the Saints at thirteen it, and three. It, it is, it is. But now you're in the divisional round. You still got two more wins to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, this to me would be a bigger win to knock off the number one seed. Oh yeah, absolutely. I still think at the end of the day. I know I said it last week, and I didn't think Cousins would be able to do it. I don't think he'll be able to do it twice, twice in a row. Because like I said, I think San Francisco's just got that better offense and that better defense. Than uh than the Saints, I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Niners win. I think the last time I looked at the spread, it was plus seven. I take the Vikings to cover, but I'm looking at like a uh, like a twenty eight twenty four kind of game. I think San Francisco. I think San Francisco takes it. Okay, I'm looking. I had. I think I had uh, twenty eight twenty one. I had about the spread going. You know, you say, you know, Cousins can't, it's, Dalvin Cook can't lose this game. Because look at their game plan, it's going to be the same. It's what it's been the last couple weeks. They know what works. Yeah. And what works is 
giving Dalvin Cook the ball. Yeah. Um, and that's where it's deceiving, though. I want to throw this out there. The 49ers are first against the pass, but are they first against the pass because they're 17th against the run? You know, if teams are succeeding running the ball, they're maybe they're just not passing as much. I know Richard Sherman's having a resurgent year this year. Yeah. He, um, uh, and I don't know if you saw about his contract. Yeah. He did the, you know, hey, I'm going to bet on myself. Yeah. And it's paying off. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, but that that's a key to look out, too, you know. I mean, but I, I do think it will come down to Dalvin Cook. If he, if he does not rush for 100 yards this game, Vikings have no chance of winning. Yeah. No chance. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, because he's pretty much, I mean, they got Abdullah. But, I mean, It's so different when Cook's in there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we saw that, that last week. Yeah. He's like a, a little Derrick Henry, you know. He is. Just, not quite as big, but he's hard to bring down. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, I look at it. I mean, John Lynch has done a great job assembling this team. But I, there's a glaring hole that I just can't figure out. And it's on the defensive side of the ball. Fred Warner had 118 tackles. Their next leading tackler after him was around 92, I believe. And then after that, it was in the 70s. So it's like, are we? is there a lot of missed assignments on this defense? Or is it just... It could be spread out. Or they just know, hey, Fred Warner's the best player. Let's go right at him. You know, like, that's one thing I will say I'm going to look for tomorrow is see how that defense does. But, like you said, I San Francisco out of the remaining home games with San Francisco, Baltimore, Green Bay, and Kansas City, San Francisco is, like, the one place I'd want to go. Yeah. You're probably going to have favorable weather. You're probably, you yeah. know, it's... It's just not a tough place to play at yeah you know it's uh it's what i like to call in the new age nfl stadium where you can host yeah different things like wrestlemania and college bowl games it's not you know like the so we all right so we both got the 49ers yep do you think they're covering or you're thinking they're meeting the spread you're thinking they're gonna win by seven i take yeah so if you if you had to bet if you had to make the bet plus seven for minnesota are you taking san fran or minnesota and so I got Minnesota. Yeah, I'll take Minnesota. All right, all right. So moving on to probably the biggest dog now playing. Yeah. You got the Tennessee Titans who were uh, underdogs obviously last week going into New England, tough place to play, got the win. Now they're going against the hottest team in football, hottest yeah. team on the planet right now, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Who are fourteen and two have not lost since week four. Yeah. I I mean the opening spread on this was uh when I looked at it, it was negative eight and a half for Baltimore. I jumped all over it, thank God. I think it's up to negative ten now. I don't think this game's close. I don't. I, I think Baltimore comes out right away. I think they stop Henry. I think Tannehill's magic is done. And I think Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram and all those guys run wild. Yeah. Um, obviously, Derrick Henry, the leading rusher, 
I believe Ryan Tannehill had like the best passer rating in the NFL since he took over. Um, I mean, you got that going for you, but this is David and Goliath, and Goliath's winning well, this one. Well, here's the craziest stat that I looked at. You know, so the Titans are third in the league in rushing at 138. You're yeah. like, wow, that's a lot. The Ravens are first yeah. at 206 yards per game. Yeah. Now, that's not even necessarily just a stat because we knew they ran out something. Okay, obviously they didn't pass for much. Okay, so they're 27th at 201 passing yards a game, Baltimore's team. That's, I kind of figured that would be about where they're at. Tennessee is at only 223 still for 21st in the league. So the fact that they're really not that far away from passing just shows them, but then the Ravens are so much further ahead when it comes to rushing. Well, I, and their third down, con, you know, the third down conversion rate of forty seven point one percent, a full ten percent higher than the Titans' third down uh, conversion percentage. I, I just, I don't see, you know, I, I, I think they beat up a Patriot team that just wasn't the same. I didn't believe it. I don't think I finally believed it until I watched that game that they weren't the same. Well, we were watching it together, and you just, you just had this look. I think everybody in America had this look of like you were just waiting for the Patriots to go down and take over. Yeah, to, to just take over that game, and it just before you knew it, there was no more time left on the clock, and you were like, "What just happened? Thirteen points?" Yeah, you know. I that's mean, it. I think it's. I really like the coaching matchup with Harbaugh and Vrabel. Yeah, I can see a lot of head game chess matches going on here. Um. I mean, if the Titans can keep Lamar Jackson off the field, because Lamar Jackson, he had 3,100 pass yards, 36 touchdown passes, 1,200 rushing yards, seven touchdown touchdown runs, only threw for six TDs, or six interceptions. And then you got Mark Ingram, who ran for 1,018 with 10 touchdowns, and he... Received about 200 yards for five touchdowns. So yeah. that one-two punch of Ingram and Jackson. It, you know, and, and not only that, I think that if you're going to beat the Ravens, it's it, you're going to have to put up at least 30 points. That, that's my opinion. Well, if you put to, up to 30 beat. points, they're averaging 33 points. They, they are. They're still going to lose yeah, by but, a field but goal. But when you look at their losses, they lost 40 to 25 to the Browns. Yeah. And then they lost, um, I want to say it was like 33 to 27 to the Chiefs um, in Kansas City, a tough place to play. Yeah. But you're going to have to score over 30 points, in my opinion. And I think the one thing that's that people don't talk about because Lamar Jackson has just outshined everybody is how good their defense is. I mean, their defense is right... Wait, wait, Remember at the beginning of the year when you said this defense, because they've lost this person. They've lost... They lost made some trades since then, though. Oh, yeah, okay. They can make all the trades they want. You said they were going to be, like, pretty much said they were going to be the worst in the NFL. They gave up 17.6 points a game. I am actually giving up 16.2. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> that was a... to fact check myself later. <laughs> no, uh, judo, judo, judon. Is that how you pronounce Jesus. it? I gotta go once. Once again, you need to. <laughs> yeah, nine and a half sacks. Their their defense spreads out when it comes to tackling. There's not a lot of missed tackles there. 
But John Harbaugh also has a good defense generally. Yeah. You know, I mean that's that's one thing the Ravens have too. Generally, is a good defense. Well, and that's my problem, right? And that's like the if you look at this matchup, not even just the points, but yards. They're fourth in the league. The Ravens are only giving up three hundred yards. Titans are twenty first. Yeah, and that and that's the biggest. When you look at this, you're like, wow. I mean, I mean, that's going to be the difference right there. Is there's going to be many times that and that they're going to get the Titans off three and out, and then the Ravens are just going to march downfield. I mean, I, I see, I see this game being about, you know, I see this being like a thirty to ten game. I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be that bad, you know, thirty to ten. I think the Ravens cover. I think it's uh, I think it's an embarrassing game, but then I think the Titans are still happy because they overachieved this year. Oh yeah, you know? I I think the only thing last week's win and then this game, whether they come out and play it close or if it's just a blowout, because I got thirty five ten Ravens. Oh wow, we're is, really close on that. I, yeah, wow, the Titans are in a winnable division. It's gonna help them with free agency, I think. It will. It will. You know, they got um, a good coach. Vrabel's doing very good things there. Um, them knocking off New England last week was just huge. Yeah. Huge for them. And, yeah, and things are looking bright there. And, and I think they'll lose, you know, like we, we both think handedly. And I think they'll be okay, you know. Yeah. I, I think uh, everyone will still be happy in Tennessee. And I, I just think Baltimore, I mean, I just don't see it. Like I said, to beat Baltimore, you got to put up more than thirty points. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Mark my words: if they end up losing and they don't win the Super Bowl, the other team will have scored thirty points or more. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I mean, the Titans. You know, we're already pretty much writing off their farewell boat here, but they've got nothing to do but hold their head high. Mm-hmm. From going from Mariota as your starting quarterback to bringing in Tannehill. To coming out and knocking off New England, making it to the divisional round as a wild card, you've got nothing but proud, pride, you know, plain and simple. Nothing but proud. I I changed it. (laughs) Uh, They've got a good, bright future. Um, No, they, they do, but, you know, so do the Ravens. Yeah, and and this game, yeah, I, I think I think most people agree. I think our even our poll on uh, on Facebook earlier. I think this was the only game where no one voted for uh, the, the other team. Yeah, I think that was it was all Ravens. And uh, if they if the if the Titans pull off this upset, yeah, then yeah, we we better rethink what we talk about next week when we preview the uh, AFC Championship game. Yeah, and and Mike Vrabel deserves Coach of the Year no matter what happens if that happens. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, plain and simple. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I think we both got that. We got the Ravens in a blowout covering the spread. Yeah. Put your money on Baltimore. Now yeah. we're moving on to Sunday. Now Sunday is kind of the games where we we both agree that both home teams those are hard places to play. So we got the Houston Texans traveling to Patrick Mahomes or tra- traveling to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City <laughs> yeah. Chiefs, as we like to call uh, a lot of people call this the the Mitchell Trubisky game. Yeah, uh, for uh, <laughs> oh, I love that for Chicago Bears fans because you yeah. got Deshaun Watson against uh, Patrick Mahomes, two quarterbacks that could be wearing a Chicago Bears jersey yep. right now. Uh, <laughs> the Texans, uh, you know, they looked a lot like my Packers last week. Just kind of 
fumbling, stumbling along on offense, and then they they kicked in the notch. Yeah, up until about halfway through the third quarter, had yeah. had a a good comeback. Yeah, I mean um, number ninety nine, he was huge for I, they, for that crowd. If it wasn't for that crowd, I think Bills Mafia takes yeah, over. They, they don't win that game if JJ Watt doesn't play. Yeah, I, I mean he had a couple big deflections. He had the big sack that really turned everything around. Yeah. Um, but there's a guy returning for Houston, and you know, and actually, I love this because I didn't know this stat too. Said last week, but Will Fuller's back, and like you said, they average he, a full he's seven a game time decision. Oh, he's playing, and that's a full seven point. Um, yeah, I mean, they go from what like twenty four to seventeen points. They per go game. from yeah twenty three point six down to about seventeen points, and that a gives game. them that deep threat, spreads out the defense. Yeah, um, they're a different team when Will Fuller's in there. And, uh, yeah, just popped up on our screen. He is questionable. But it yeah. sounds like he's going to suit up from everything I'm reading. Yeah. He should be there. It's, I guess a lot of people in the Texans' front office and coaches were, you know, genuinely concerned about him, but also let them let him know that, you know, the team really needs him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but shift him to the home team. Uh, Chiefs, fifth in offense, 28.2 points a game. Seventh in defense, 19.3 points against, plus eight turnover ratio. Uh, This is also an offense that had uh, Matt Moore starting, I think, four weeks? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Mahomes, he threw for 4,000 yards, 26 and 5. They are a pass first offense. Um, They are. And, I, I mean,. And when you say that, you know, pass first offense, Texans pass defense isn't the greatest. Yeah. However, you know, like we could say, J.J. Watt last week changed the game. Yeah. He he missed most of the season, and uh, it was the most pressure I've seen Houston get on a quarterback in a long time. And the one number that really sticks out to me for the Chiefs is their third down conversion percentage or first in the league at 47.6%. Yeah. They know how to keep drives going. And a team who keeps getting third down conversions, it's just demoralizing for a defense oh, yeah. to keep them on the field. Um, but then another stat is they're 26th in penalty yards, so they get a lot of penalties against them. And uh, But I do think uh, this has kind of always been one of my mottos, and I've told you this before. Houston went to Kansas City earlier in the year. And they were able to beat Kansas City. You know, I think that was Mahomes' like second game back or something like that after injury. One thing that's hard to do in this league is beat a team twice in a year. Yeah, that game you're talking about, the Texans ran for 192 yards. Yep. And, and, and that's what they got to do. Because I'm looking here at the weather. Saturday, high of 22 snow. Three to five inches. Partly at night, partly cloudy, low 12 degrees. Sunday, partly cloudy, high of 37. Wind not really a factor. In Kansas City, right? In Kansas City. A few flurries or snow showers possible. 5 to 10 mile an hour wind. And that can play in Houston's favor. Oh, yeah. Because Houston's more, as a running team, they like to run the ball. They they have, really, that's Bill O'Brien. He likes to run. Ground and pound. Whereas you look at the Chiefs. You know, they ranked 23rd in rush offense. Yep. Houston ranked 9th. And on top of that, Chiefs run defense, 26th. Yeah. 
So, I mean, if Houston's going to win this game, it's going to be a lot of Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde. I'd like to see them let Duke Johnson run the ball more because you know me. I was getting frustrated during the Bills game. You know, Duke Johnson broke a 19-yard run, first run of the game. Yeah. He didn't run it again until, what, I think after the half? Yeah. I don't think he ran it again until the second half. It was like the first player that was second half. Yeah, because it was right after I texted you that. Oh, because it was just getting frustrated because he had the hot hand. He was having success. Houston, between those two, plus obviously Watson's going to run the ball. Yeah. Um, You still get Will Fuller for the deep threat. You know, I'm still trying to decide who I even like in this game. I mean, I mean, it's hard as a Texans fan. Yeah, but this is going to be this is going to be an exciting game. This has all their credentials to be the most exciting game this of the weekend. Watch, watching Mahomes versus Watson, I mean, I think you're going to be hearing those two names against each other for the next five years. Yeah, this these two might be like I don't want to say a Brady or Brady Manning type matchup because you've got yeah. Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Right. Plus, they're not to the caliber yet of. Uh, no, Obviously, I'm Manny. saying like in playoff matchups, these well three teams we're taking the Titans out because I don't think they're going to be there. Yeah, they they got to find their quarterback to me. You know, they got to find yeah. their their quarterback of the future because it's not Tannehill. Yeah, but, yeah, but these two guys, like you said, you're going to be hearing these two names um, probably along with Lamar Jackson too. Yeah, for years to come, especially these two because they're both in the AFC. They're both. You know, at the time, kind of in weaker divisions to where they're both, you know, yeah. I mean, they both got a good chance to go to the playoffs really for a while. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, th- this is going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. And if that's the weather, you know, that, that that's got to be a big advantage for Houston. Yeah. Big advantage for Houston, who yeah. likes to run the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of running the ball, uh, Damian Williams had 10 more carries than McCoy. At uh, by t- 111-101, neither got 500 yards rushing, combined nine touchdowns. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, Mahomes, if he hits the option, he's going to run a little yeah. bit. But well, their I, big thing is, you know, get, he, they like to stretch the field out. Right. And I'll tell you right now, if Houston's going to win, there's one guy they got to stop. And that's Kelsey. Yeah. That's who they got to stop. I, I expect Tyree Kill to probably at least have a touch on but Houston against Kelsey, no matter when they had Alex Smith, when they had Mahomes, they cannot guard the tight end, and especially Kelsey. Kills us every time. And for Houston to win, they got to keep him under 50 yards. Yeah. Keep him at a couple catches, you know. Do whatever you got to do. You know, Hill might beat you for the deep ball, but if it's snowing, good luck, you know. But Kelsey's the guy they got to stop. If they stop him, they got this game. Yeah. That's uh, the key for Houston winning. My key for – I've got – my key for the Chiefs is Mikael Hardman returning on kicks and punts, 35.4 return yards average. Well, I if mean, he can do that, Houston's not going to be punting the ball <laughs> <laughs> or kicking it either. Yeah. Or they just well, they'll kick s- it through the end zone. Or they just going to squib it all day. Uh, I think he's their key factor. If they can set up Mahomes and the offense with good field position, I think that's it. Because otherwise, I look at this Chiefs offense and it's kind of cut and dry. Yeah, Mahomes goes back, throws a deep ball, either catches it or don't. Other than that, it's Kelsey who had ninety-seven. Receptions, 1,200 yards, and five touchdowns. Yeah. You know? 
with all that being said, we like the matchup. You know, Houston, you know, they remind me of Seattle, who we're going to talk about. We look at them on paper, they don't throw out, you know, kind of, they don't, there's nothing really jumps out at you that's like, wow, look at this, you know. The only thing I could say is you got Will Fuller, which it did just come up on our television screen, game time decision, as you said. You got the weather. You got J.J. Watt. This might be about his last chance, you know, with, with his medical history. Yeah. They went. And that sucks. Yeah, they went in there and they've won it before. In good and, weather. Yeah, and you know, Kansas City ended the year pretty hot. This one, you know, it might be a little biased, but I'm, I'm going to give this one to Houston. Oh. I'm going with Houston. In a 31, no, no, wait, you said the weather. I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I'm going to go 28 to 20. I'm going to go 28-27 Houston. Ooh. I think it's going to be a last-minute play. I'm going to give the edge to Watson because even back to college, he's a winner. He finds a way to win, and that's something you can't teach. We haven't seen that part of Mahomes yet. I think that's what he's been missing, where Watson has the edge. Watson knows how to win. Mahomes can put up the great stats, but can he win that big, close game? I'm going with no, so I'm going to give it Houston 28-27. By the way, the spread on this game is like plus 9.5 for Houston. To me, you're an idiot if you don't take Houston that game, because it's going to be less than 10 points. Yeah. You know, it will be less than 10 points. To me, that's actually, I saw that spread. I put money on that one immediately. That's the game to go with. Okay. Um, That's my lock. If, there, if you had to do a lock, take that spread. All right. I like the, uh, you know, weather aside, I like this one being a 41-34 victory. Oh, still high scoring. Yeah. I think it will be. Who do you got? I got the Texans. Really? With I heard wow. this today. Wow, I thought I thought we would disagree on this game for sure. In games that Deshaun Watson is an underdog... He's only lost twice in his career. Did you know that? Really? Ever? Yeah. In his career, from rookie his rookie year to the present, game season underdog, he's only lost twice. Wow. I like it. Uh, I did see that Kelsey was put on the injury report, and so was Chris Jones, who led the team with nine sacks. Uh, I like the Texans' offense to come out and roll wow. with it. Wow, Something, something must be in the air or something. I've never seen me and you agree like this. Last week we only had one different. Now this week we're... I thought for sure you were taking the Chiefs. No. I uh, just... I. It, it comes down to Andy Reid. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. He's not the... Well, Bill O'Brien's... I mean, he... Yeah, he's not the best either. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Bill O'Brien, but last week might have helped prolong I think a lot his, of it's going to be as the layoff yeah. from the bye week. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Now, well, that that was a little bit of a surprise. But now moving on to the last matchup. We got the Seahawks traveling to Green Bay to face your Packers. Yep. All right, let's lay it on. Well, what, what do you see from this game? Well, I see the... This game, it's not the Seahawks keeping Rodgers off the field. It's the Packers keeping Wilson off the field. Uh, Seahawks and Packers are even at plus 12 on the turnover ratio. See, here's here's the stuff that's deceiving. Seahawks, 25.3 points per game. 
ninth. Green Bay, 23.5 points per game, 15th. Yeah. That much disparity For between, less than two points, yeah. yeah. 1.8 points. And then here's the big, like, turnaround from a couple of years ago. 24.9 points against for Seattle. 19.6 for the Packers. It's going to be a... There's, there's a blizzard rolling through there right now. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson hasn't won in the state of Wisconsin since college. I think right now everything's setting up... State of, wait, state of Wisconsin. I mean, how many times has he been to Green Bay? Obviously, that's he's only most, three. Yeah, I was going to say, he's only played in Green Bay. He act like he's played so many places in Wisconsin before. Hey, <laughs> just saying... Uh, Jesus. When Wilson versus Rodgers happens, it's usually a good battle. Mm-hmm. Um, the home team, they have won every matchup. So that's favorable to the Packers, weather to the Packers. The the one unknown for me with Seattle right now is the run game. Because I discredit last games because it was against the Eagles, and they were like the, the team that... Just once Wentz lost, they I didn't see any heart from them really. Uh, I mean, You're from the Seahawks or from the Eagles? When from Wentz, the Seahawks or Eagles? Sorry. See, I I, I kind of changed a little bit. I don't think I saw a lot of heart from the Seahawks when Wentz went out. I thought the Seahawks played kind of kind of blah. You Just know, run the course. Yeah, because McCown. I mean, he got in the red zone what two times in the end of that. I mean, if they would just kicked a field goal the first time, yeah. then they could have kicked a field goal the second time, and now you're able to onside kick for, you know what I mean? I mean, th- there was there was chances for them, um, you know, and I get why they why they went for on fourth down those times, I do, but um, you know, that's what Josh McCown, I mean, and, and the Seahawks really struggled, I thought, and I thought I didn't see that look of intensity from them or, or any of that. I think they just kind of were like, oh, we well, got this game, and they ended up only winning by eight. But I think it's going to be a little different when they come out to Lambeau. Yeah, and uh, and my big thing is is the Packers are twenty third against the run. Yeah, you know I, I know the Seahawks are twenty second against the run, but I think Seattle's going to be running the ball a lot. I think DK Metcalf is just becoming the next big thing. Yeah, and I mean he's I mean he he pretty much I mean he had a great year as it was. Yeah, but he became a star. After that Eagles game, yeah, that took him to the next level for him, and I mean, I'll put him on the Megatron. I mean, all that stuff. I mean, where you can just throw it up to him, and I think he has a big game. I think Seattle takes this one, and I think you jinxed yourself by saying every home, every time. Hey, I'm just, is, I'm just saying. He's what never I've won in Wisconsin. Yeah, he's never won in the state of Wisconsin. Well, no, I he's won he, in the state of Wisconsin. Not since college. He was in college. Well, I think he's about to. No, I think who did he who did he beat in college from Wisconsin? Do you know? You're just assuming. It's what I read it earlier. I uh, just wonder who he beat. I don't know. He Probably went, Ohio he State. He went to NC State. Well, yeah, he went to NC. He started his career in Wisconsin and transferred to did NC he? State. Yeah, really. The more you know, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one. You know, I'm I'm trying to figure out how many times these announcers are going to say that the Packers. Who were hurting for receiving all year? They passed on DK Metcalf in the second round. Yeah, they're they're about to regret it even more because <laughs> DK Metcalf he, he's scoring two touchdowns. Two? Oh yeah, Ooh, I, right. I guarantee it. Uh, you know I 
Rodgers, he, both these, you know, this matchup is so evenly keeled. And it's Rodgers, 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, 4 receiving yards, receiving yards, interceptions. <laughs> I'm going down my list stuff here. If the Packers are going to win this game, it all falls on Tyler Irvin, like it does with the Chiefs. Before the Packers acquired Tyler Irvin. Guy from all Houston. Right, he was on Houston. Yeah, he the Packers had negative 8 return yards. They actually, they're plus in that category now. Uh, I'm curious to see who they've got on Metcalf. I got a feeling it's going to be J.R. Alexander and Amos with Kevin King taking over Lockett. Uh, Kevin King, he's come on big this year. He led the team with five picks. Um, yeah, I I just don't, I think this is going to be a surprising game. I, I think you see Aaron Rodgers struggle a little bit. I do. I, oh, yeah. I think I think it goes with the theme of kind of seeing Breeze and Brady and, and all these uh, kind of older quarterbacks now starting to struggle. I think Russell Wilson has just kind of. I mean, he's he's become a star. I mean, he, he has. Of course, I mean, he's been a star, but he's yeah. even gotten up there, up there more. Almost, you know, I don't, if it wasn't for Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson might be your MVP this year. Yeah. And uh, and Marshawn Lynch, I think he's kind of done the J.J. Watt effect. For Houston, even though it's kind of weirder for Lynch because he wasn't even on the team. But I think yeah. he's brought, you know, it's like they said last week, though. I mean, you know, yeah, I say they might have lost intensity, but anytime you look and they show Lynch, he's over there laughing on the sideline. He's keeping guys loose. He brings those intangibles. Yeah, yeah he, he he brings enjoyment to the team. Um, you had Clowney back. I, I think this, I think Seattle is coming into their own. And I think they are kind of like the best average team, but I think they've gotten better now. They've yeah. gotten better at the right moment. Metcalf's turned to the star. I see this game being. I, I'm going to go. I'm going. This is going to be another close game. But I'm going to go 24-21 for Seattle. Okay. Uh, this might be our first game that we disagree yeah, it is. on. <laughs> Imagine. That. I got 17-10 Green Bay. I think the Packers do enough to finish them. I don't think Seattle's only scoring 10 points. I do. I just said it. I, I don't. I don't know. So you're actually. So the spread coming in this game, we didn't mention this, um, which I think last time I checked, it stayed. This actually, it might have grown more in the Packers' favor, but it was a plus four for Seattle. I think today it might have been up to plus five. Um, I jumped in and got Seattle plus four because I do think it'll be at least a field goal game either way. This was the Sunday games were the harder ones for me to pick. Because I think Houston, I think both teams are just so yeah, even with both games. Yeah, I think Texans, Chiefs, Seahawks, Packers are both. I can see them both being field goal games coming down to the last drive. Um, that's why I put this one 24-21. And I don't disagree. The only thing I disagree is I think it'll be a little higher scoring. I, I don't think I could take a twenty-seven team, but seventeen ten. I don't think Seattle only scores ten points in this game. Their I, offense is rolling right now. I well, kind of. This is going to be a defensive battle. Could be with the weather. I mean, they only put up 17 against the You're Eagles. right. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, yeah. it's... The Seahawks and Packers are both good at sucking on offense in the first half and then the second half turning it up. Yeah. You know, that's a, a big factor for me. I think one thing we need to see from the Packers' side standpoint, the Smith bros, 25 and a half sacks combined. 
You know, and that's a good point because when you when I'm looking at all my stats, they're pretty evenly matched. The one difference is the Packers have 41 sacks on the year. Seahawks only have 28. Yeah. And that's the Packers get after the QB a little bit more. They both have the exact same amount of interceptions. They both have the exact same turnover ratio. Yep. I mean, these are two really evenly matched teams. And uh, But like I said, these teams, every time they play each other, it's a good game, it seems yeah. like. It always comes down to the wire. Yeah. So I, I can't wait till Sunday. I mean, I can't wait till Saturday, but I really can't wait till Sunday. Yeah. Because those are going to be some, oh, some great two good games. games. Absolutely. So after all that, we still only disagreed on one, and it was a Seahawks game again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, look at it this way, Matt. If Carson Wentz doesn't get hurt with how the Seahawks looked, because I had to listen to it on the radio as I was at work. Did, do the Seahawks, if they didn't have that fire and intensity like you said, do they win that game? Yeah, I don't know. They, they did. You know what that game reminded me of? It reminded me of the Buffalo Texans game because, and I think I, I think I said to you because you know I was I was watching at my parents' house, uh, you know, and went with my son and and I was texting you and I and I said at one point I said, man, I think it was sixteen nothing at the time. I think I said, man, it just seems like this game is much worse. Seems like the Bills are up. Like twenty eight nothing right now, but it's really only you a two possession you, game. It had the feeling that the Bills were up. Big. Yeah, but they settled for those field goals, and yeah. then next thing you know, kept Houston in and up winning that. Same could be said about the Seattle game because they were up seventeen to nine or seventeen to. They won seventeen nine. They were up even seventeen what six at a time. I think so. And it was like that was the same feeling. Like man, it just seems like Seattle's controlling this game. Well, but yeah, but a lot of it was McCown, you know. They, you know, which he played. I thought he played to the best of his ability. That guy gave it his all. Much respect for him. He just had to learn that uh, he wasn't as fast as he was when he was in his twenties. That he runs like a forty-year-old because he's forty. Yeah. But but it was the same thing. The only problem is like Philly didn't have a Deshaun Watson or, or they didn't have the quality offense to come back. Yeah. But but I was thinking, I feel like Seattle controlled that game and. They yeah, really let them stay I mean, around. They, they did, and they didn't have to worry about like keeping the quarterback off the field. Yeah, like the or Titans did yeah. with the Patriots. Yeah, they had to worry about hey, don't blow the coverage. Yeah, know your assignment and execute. Well, it's the offensive line for Seattle. Yeah, that, that was Dwayne that, Brown is still yeah, doubtful. Yeah. That that was what kind of killed him. Was it Fletcher Cox? Yeah, he was. He he was in that backfield. Yeah, he dominated that yeah. offensive line, the line of scrimmage, really by himself. I mean, he was a monster that game. Yeah, and uh, and that's the thing. Like, if you don't have a guy who's mobile like Wilson, you know, but he had to get rid of the ball a lot quick. Yeah, and, and another throw. thing, Russell Wilson, he was sacked forty eight times this year. Yeah, and that just. I mean, to me, it's. I never discredit Seattle for having a bad team, but like it seems like their O line just yeah. isn't what it used to be. It's not. I no, mean, it's, it's not. It's not. But uh, I think this game is going to be exciting. I think you got two of the obviously two of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, especially and, in the NFC. But I, I think Seattle does pull this one off. I do. I, I think you're seeing a uh, round three for a uh, Seattle San Francisco. Yeah, I do, and then I think on the other end, you know, you're seeing uh, 
Baltimore and Houston, first time Houston ever get to an AFC championship. I'm pretty sure I don't think they've ever made it. So it'll be interesting. It's so. so crazy that the four remaining teams in the NFC are from the North and the West. So literally, we could have round three of Vikings Packers or yeah Seahawks, which all all the games that played by both teams were really good. Yeah. I I honestly I think. Outside of the Baltimore Tennessee, I really don't think Tennessee has a chance. I think outside of that game, every away team could win. Yeah, I think they. Ever, I think Minnesota. I mean, I think Seattle could be playing a home game next week. Yeah, I think they you could. Know, it's so weird that last week we said the same thing. We can see every <laughs> team win except Tennessee, and here and we are, here we are talking about Tennessee, Tennessee again. again. You better believe I'm picking them to go to the Super Bowl next week if they get to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, we'll move on. You know, we got a little bit of time left. Uh, you know, I didn't get to look into it as much, but, you know, we are talking about some of the head coaching changes. Yes. Uh, well, the earliest one was the Redskins, one with Ron Rivera, um, yep. who had gotten uh, let go by the Carolina Panthers. I think me and you, we talked earlier. I, I love it. I think it's a good move for the Redskins. I do. I, I think it's an improvement. And, you know, another oh, thing yeah. we talked about was how weird it is to see that in one division, three of the four teams – all got new head coaches. I, I don't know if that's ever happened before where over half the teams did. Um, and the Redskins, Giants, and Cowboys, I can't, I'd have to look it up. I, I can't think of a time. You know, I'm sure it's happened with two, but to have three out of your four divisional teams. Yeah. I mean, ev- everybody but the the Eagles in that division who won the division. Yeah. So, but I, I think, you know, if I had, if you had to give it a grade, what, what grade would you give it for the Redskins? A. A? Because yeah. he's... He's the head coach. He brought in Jack Del Rio to be the defensive yeah. coordinator. Good move. And yes. he's literally already cleaning up that team. Yeah. He took out the ping pong table and I think something else because he goes, "You're, you're not here to play ping pong. You're here to play football." Yeah. Which I like that. And he came from the '85 Bears and the Ditka kind of. Yeah. So he's not going to put up with BS. Well, and I think part of it too is I mean it was such a. A fiasco there because then you find out like Gruden didn't want uh, Haskins, you know. But it sounds yeah. like Rivera likes Haskins, so I mean Haskins didn't play really that bad at the end of the year. I saw a couple of his games. Well, I uh, I know I remember the one game I did get to watch. Obviously, it played against Green Bay. Yeah. He was on his ass a lot. Yeah. But at the same time, they made a comeback that game. I remember that game because the spread was like sixteen and a half, yeah. and they covered, and they only end up losing by like one score. Yeah, well, it's because Green Bay's got this issue of, you know, those, you know, Matt LaFleur, he says all gas, no fucking breaks, but he's quick to put the fucking break on in the third quarter. He needs to not do that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I like it. I, I especially like the Dwayne Haskins and Ron Rivera because Ron had Cam. Mm, yeah. And now he's got similar. another co- similar quarterback. He's got the run game with, uh, uh, I, I just can't, I can't think of that guy's name. Uh, well, I mean, he's got Adrian Peterson, but I don't know how. But he's got the younger guy. Yeah, he does uh, have a younger guy too. I can't think. I was just thinking of Peterson. Yeah. Um. Other than that, you know, he's got Terry McLaurin on offense to throw him the ball to. He's got he, he's got weapons. He's got a decent O line. They just need a they need a better coach, and, and they're in yeah. they're in the most wide open division. I mean, they're, I yeah. mean, when you win the division at nine and seven, and yeah, and. We really one loss away from the winner being eight and eight in that division. Yeah, 
So now we'll we'll stay in the same uh, the same division. I think you're gonna have a little bit of a a different grade on this one. Yeah. Oh, actually, should we save that one for last? Maybe we'll save that one. No, for last. we'll stay in the okay. division. All right, Cowboys. You know, obviously they let. Oh, go I thought Garrett. you were going with the Giants. No, I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> no, they, they they let Garrett go. Signed Mike McCarthy, which I called. If you remember our last podcast, you I did. told I you told did. you McCarthy was going to be going. They just made sense, and I knew they were going to go with someone who's won before. Um, not a lot of people like this. Uh, they, they think it was uh, not a good hire for the Cowboys. I heard McCarthy like spent the night at Jerry Jones's house, which yeah, I I, that was kind of weird. But uh, I mean, I, I know I was reading the guy's article. I wish I would because it kind of made me laugh. They were giving grades to all this stuff, and for that one, they just put LOL. <laughs> he couldn't well, even give it, it a grade. It's like if your son has a toy that takes two batteries. You take one battery out, put a new one in, and it works. That's all they did. They, they fired. They both. got. That's a good. Uh, they took out Jason Garrett and put in the same fucking guy, just a little bit heavier. Okay. That's all it okay. is. And he, well, McCarthy doesn't clap though. Yeah. He throws stupid ass challenge flags. He doesn't. He, like McCarthy was blessed in Green Bay. He had Rodgers. He had arguably one of the best offenses the year they won the Super Bowl. And now he's going here. And it, it's going to be the same thing. Eight and eight, seven and nine, nine and seven. Yeah. Because he... No, it was a bad fucking hire. <laughs> You're the Dallas fucking Cowboys. You're supposedly America's team. You're always on Fox at three fucking o'clock. I got to watch the bullshit. Yeah. I don't like the Cowboys one fucking bit, and I'm not being biased because Mike McCarthy. We're going to have to put like a disclaimer so no kids are listening yeah. to this podcast. But <laughs> this was the. With all the advancements in NFL, yeah. on offense, on defense, you bring in the guy that got to one Super Bowl with all the talent he had. You can win all the division titles in the world. Yeah, you're still not going. And you know you're not going to last in Dallas if all you're doing is winning division titles. Yeah. They expect a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, they still think it's the 90s where they're, oh, yeah. you know. And and that's that's how it is. And Jerry Jones ain't going to live for that. And it's it was weird for me be, for, for this because it wasn't even just that he got. I mean, you could tell they really wanted him. Because yeah. it was almost like until McCarthy started showing interest in other teams, that was like, boom. Then they decided to let Garrett go. Called him in immediately. Like that was the guy they wanted. Yeah, and they got him. And and, and for for McCarthy though, now thinking on McCarthy's side, like if I'm McCarthy, I think he went in in a sense to a right team when it comes to talent. Yeah, out of all the openings, they are the they have the most talent to win now. To where next year, you know, they could you go say to the that, but earlier you told me that you could see the Giants win this division. I could see it. But I, it's still a little iffy to me. The Cowboys, to me, is a for sure thing. They should be a playoff team with their yeah. roster. Oh, yeah. They, they should be in the playoffs. There's no doubt about it. The Giants, you know, they had a rookie quarterback most of the year, you know. But for the Cowboys, they have the talent. Now, well, move, moving on. Well, to the, hold on. Okay. You say that. I do. So, 9-7 and seven gets you your division. Are they going to beat an 11-5 team? The Cowboys. That's a wild card. Could the Cowboys? Yeah. I think they could have. I think with the right coaching this year, absolutely they could have. I mean... I think they could have. When you look at them in the league, which I have to pull it up, I mean, they ranked up there in offense. I mean, they were up there well, a lot. Yeah, they played the Giants twice, the Reds I want to say twice. they had like the number one offense in the league for yards per game. Well, look at the sixteen, the six games they got against their division. That's, that's, that's still a lot to beat what the Ravens did. I think the Ravens were number two. Yeah. Two. So, I mean, they... 
they put up a lot of yards. I mean, like I said, they should. There's no reason they shouldn't have won that division, especially since the winner went nine and seven. Yeah, that the Cowboys should have had no less than eleven wins this year, no less. Yeah, you know they underachieved, and that's why Garrett's gone. We're moving on to the team, I said the Giants. Joe Judge. What do you think about that? I mean, I'm reading a lot of positive things. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. It it's seems like you can't go wrong a lot going with someone who's worked under Belichick. Not and only that, but the the Giants are in like my White Sox a rebuild phase, and I think right now they're 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 at step one. Yeah, this year was step one. They got the quarterback. They saw what he could do. They liked yeah. what he could do. Yeah, I like him too. I, I saw a lot of promise. Um, and, yeah, uh, I mean, you've obviously got Saquon. You've got some good receivers. I mean, I think they go out and get some defensive players. Yeah. Which, if you're given the opportunity to play for the New York Football Giants, I think you take yeah. that. And like I said, I, I think if not this year, I think the next year they're up there competing for the division title. Yeah. I like Daniel Jones. Um, obviously, Saquon Barkley. What I love about Saquon Barkley is he doesn't complain that they've been losing. He's just like, hey, I'm here to do my job. And he's yeah. probably the most. Pure um, running back in the league, you know, when, when I talk about just run, you know, obviously as a running back, not receiving necessarily, but he can receive too. But, I mean, he's a great running back. Like you said, they, they fix some things on defense, maybe get another receiver, um, a lot of good ones in the draft. Yeah. And uh, and I think, really, the Giants, I mean, with, once again, with the state of that division, I think I think you got something going there. Yeah. So, I mean, I know some people criticize it because, oh, look at the receivers for the Patriots this year. Um, but it sounds like he did some good things for the Patriots. Yeah. Like I said, he, he's probably the one I kind of know the least about. But uh, Yeah, I, I like it. It was under the radar. You, you Where they're at, and they're, I don't want to call it a rebuild because you can't really rebuild in football. Yeah. No. It's, yeah. You, you know, it's. I think Jones will be on his second year next year. You still got Barkley. You yeah. still got some good receivers, Sam Shepard. I mean, you got some talent. Yeah. You know, I, I could see next year. Them starting to turn around. And, you know, well, they can they, easily be an eight. Now, now it comes for the draft. You know, they have to draft well. Yeah, that's what it comes I think down they, to. I think they look at the O line. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's usually smart with a young quarterback. Yeah. Now I'll move on to the last one. The uh, God, why is it slipping my mind now? The Browns? They haven't got a coach yet. No rule. The guy. Oh, from the Bay- Panthers. Panther. Okay, yeah, duh, the Panthers. I, I don't like slip my mind there. No, Baylor head coach going to the Panthers. A lot of NFL teams are pissed because of that contract they gave him. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, I I don't know. I, I look at a guy like Nick Saban. Couldn't do shit in the NFL, but he's a guy in college. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Jim Harbaugh, well... You almost argue Jim Harbaugh kind of did better in, uh, in the NFL. Yeah, he did better in the NFL than <laughs> yeah. college. Yeah. You get to Matt Rubel. We also talked about earlier, you're starting to see more college. More of the college style coming up. I mean, yeah. especially, I mean the Ravens offense, obviously. Oh, yeah. Especially with a guy like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. You know, it's. I don't know if he's going to be the guy to lead a locker room. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of unknown yeah. there. I mean, I, I guess that's kind of a wait and see. Um, you know, Cam Newton looks like he's about done too. 
But you do got the best overall running back in football. Yeah. You got one hell of a guy to build around, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, this was – the Panthers, you know, they always seem like an every-other-year kind of team. Every other year yeah. they kind of do well. And I, and this year they just kind of went in that losing streak. I yeah. mean, earlier in the year they weren't that bad. I mean, they're one of those teams, you know, and I know I've said this about a few that you could see beating any – like I could see them going to Baltimore and upsetting the Ravens. But then they'll go over here to the Jets and lose badly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're just kind of a funny team to watch this year. Yeah. I just, I think a lot of it was quarterback. You know. Yeah. 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 I, I'd agree with that. You know, I just, I, there's a lot of unknowns about, like, he told all his players at Baylor he was leaving through text message. You know, I mean, how, do you, how do you, yeah, that, that is something that, how do you do that, yeah. That's you do like, that like texting your girlfriend saying, hey, we're done, Yeah, you know. Yeah, it usually doesn't go too well. <laughs> Get some job Actually, guys. I understand doing that more with <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> all right, well, um, I'd say that's probably about all the time we have now. So, um, all I would say is, uh, you know, message us what you guys think your picks are for this weekend. I'm curious uh, just to see what you guys are thinking. Um, I know this week we picked a couple more upsets. Well, at least a, well, we both had. I had two upsets. You only really had the one. You had Houston, two? Houston, and Seattle. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but let us know what you guys are thinking. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a fun weekend to watch. Oh, yeah. So, All right. All right, we'll see you guys later.